T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Regular season finale in the Caesars Superdome did not disappoint Cajun Cannon. A 48-17 victory for the black and gold. First half was a little, you know, iffy, but the black and gold really came out in the second half on fire. Well, yeah, um, you know, uh, Dennis Allen, the team knows, uh, you get off to a fast start. Uh, the fans are going to be there. They're going to be loud and proud. Uh, but if you don't get off to a fast start, look, look to start the game. I mean, uh, if you look at it, we let them go seven plays, 79 yards. We're losing seven to zero. And when you think about it, uh, we had the ball first, but we didn't score. So the fans were patient. They were patient enough till we bounced back. It was seven to seven. Then we're losing 14 to seven. And then it's 14-14. There's no way in hell that I thought the final score would be 48-17. Come on. If you, it, when it was 14-14, there's no way you thought that. No, you looked like we were trading blows and it was going to come down to uh, the wire like you thought. No, and I'm like, uh, uh, come on, defense. I'm, I'm like, the defense has to step up. Yeah. You can't be giving up uh, the, the chunk plays. I got that written somewhere. I mean, I'm looking at those chunk plays. Oh, yeah, here it is. Splash plays, chunk plays. 56 and 71 yards. You know what I'm thinking? Uh, what was this, a couple of seasons ago? Well, we were winning by uh, 11 points with eight minutes left, and we gave up those splash junk plays to the New York football giants. Yeah. That, okay, who's guarding who? Uh, you cannot give up those type of plays, but you got to give credit to the defense. They bounce back, and overall, uh, the performance. Uh, before I get into the details, if you look at it, how you're trending – uh, that's why uh, a lot of changes can be made in Atlanta. Not so much in New Orleans. You know, what have you done for me lately? If you look at the Saints now, uh, they've won four of the last five. And Atlanta has lost, uh, uh, and, and Atlanta has lost uh, four of the last five. Yeah, that does matter. Uh, when you're in December, January, uh, it's not September. Like the Eagles. Look at the Eagles. They were 10-1. and one. Uh, they, They're ready to, uh, to crucify everyone in Philadelphia right now. So where are we at right now? They, the Saints uh, have won. Trending four to, up. Four of the last five, right? And the Falcons have lost uh, uh, four of the last five. So it just goes to show you uh, how things go in the perception of the ebb and flow and uh, where the NFL's at. Now, uh, the parity, always talk about the parity. It was 50-50 ordeal. But now we're winners. We're winners over Atlanta. Do you know we've played now, uh, when you look at it, uh, 100, 
this was the 109 matchup between the Saints and the Falcons. And we're up 55 to 54. Woohoo! We're up. We're up. We're up. We got one up. I, I'm just telling you, you never know how these games going to go, but we're up 55 to 54. But I remember, and who that nation remembers, because that's basically where it all started with the who that nation and that chant, uh, 2006. Well, since 2006, we now have won 25 games and only uh, lost 11. Mm, I don't think that's 50 50. Now, think about that. Since 2006, so any Atlanta fan talking smack to a Saints fan, uh, what have we done for him lately? Not so fast. Uh, the Saints have won 25 games and lost 11 when you break it down in that regard. But when we look how the game unfolded. Uh, the Saints, this was very Drew Brees like, a Sean Payton like. Uh, we used to do this all the time, have almost two to one first downs. When all said and done, the Saints had 27 first downs, uh, Atlanta had 14. Now, this has been outstanding throughout the season. Our third down defense has been freaking awesome. You know, we want our defense as a whole to be in the top five for sure, top 10. Well, our third down defense has been in the top five the whole season. They're only 4 of 11, 36%. Now, we need to get better offensively. We're only 3 of 10. But the third down defense, again, that's been outstanding every game. And that's one thing that's been consistent no matter what the month. September, October, November, December, now into January. Now, uh, I, I think red zone, I think our defense is outstanding. They're only one of three, 33%. We were four of six, 67%. Which, you know, uh, when you're really, like, amongst the best of the best, you'd be about 75%. But that's winning football, 67% in the red zone. You know where we've been outstanding? It's been throughout the season. I think even uh, Coach Allen, Derek Carr talked about this. Well, we got to get in the red zone, but we got to get in goal to goal. Get inside the ten yard line. First, first and goal, Saints nine, eight yard line, whatever. Uh, Steve, I want to say we're like ninety percent on the season. It's unbelievable. Well, today we were hundred percent, three for three. So uh, you uh, obviously always want to get a touchdown in the red zone, but goal to goal, we have not gotten stuff. We have got in the end zone, and we were 3 for 300%. Now you can look what happened at the end and all that, and we'll talk about that later. But the Saints had right at uh, 400 total net yards. Now finally, finally, what I've been saying the whole season, can we stop the run and can we run the football? Remember I told you how that had to be flipped? i got to get my notes somewhere. That needed to be flipped. Okay. When I look at this, because this is the whole season. Okay, we've, uh, uh, we've averaged like three and a half yards a carry, but we've given up four and a half. That's got to uh, be flipped, right? Yeah, I said that needs to be flipped, but guess what happened today? <laughs> we averaged four and a half yards a carry. We only gave up 3.1. Considering, that's outstanding, considering the last three games against Atlanta, they ran for over freaking 200 yards a game. We all know how they closed out the game in Atlanta, ran over 200 yards. I got to give Dennis Allen, the whole defensive staff, the front seven, everyone doing their job, that we were outstanding in our run defense. They had 25 carries for 78 yards, 3.1 average. We had 154 uh, yards rushing on 35 carries. So, 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 uh, that's outstanding. We finally did what we need to do week in and week out to complement the quarterback. 
We need to average 4.2, 4.5 and give up. If you run defenses right direction, like three, three and a half yards. Uh, so we finally did that. Now, again, this might be a boring stat to the fans. Hey, everybody, you always bring this up. I know winning football. I've been around long enough. I know what it takes. Deuce and I talk about this all the time. You know why? One of the main reasons why sometimes it's been ugly and the Saints have a chance and we got to wait and see what's going to happen late this afternoon. And it's a shame uh, that we didn't get the double-digit wins because we were plus three for the game in the turnover differential. We were plus three. Now we plus 11 for the season. And last year, you know we were? Uh, so, uh, minus 11. Whoa, 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 what? That was a glaring difference minus this year. The 11, amount of takeaways we were getting. Plus 11. I'm telling you, whether you win or lose, that, that's why it's like I still think about how in the hell we lost to the Packers. We're winning by 17 points with 12 minutes less, and we lost that game. That's why all the games count. So, you know, when you look, oh, we're going to get over, we're going to get over, we're going to get over this. But you look at the parity, and it's so close. You know, a fine, thin line. You know, you always hear that cliche, success and failure. But what happened in that Green Bay game has now come back to haunt us. Where we're at because if we just, you know, you can look at some other games. There's always a handful of games of oh, this, 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 that. But I'm saying it was so obvious. You're up by 17 points in 12 minutes and you lost to Green Bay. Come on. Just that one game, then you're in the postseason. So, but it is what it is. We've got to wait and see what's going to happen. Uh, I, I thought we've been more disciplined overall, uh, not only this game, but throughout the season, with penalty yards. Atlanta had eight penalties, 75 yards. I tell you, you always want, never want nine penalties or around 100 yards. But they had eight for 75. We only had three for 15. Uh, so, so that was outstanding. Again, we had a couple of interceptions. Uh, and, and then uh, we also get a fumble loss, so we were a plus three, like I said. And again, you, you can dictate. The ebb and flow of a game. Uh, look at time of possession. Now, we did this against Tampa Bay, too. I think I threw my notes away on this one. But I want to say I think it was even more than this. You look, two division opponents. We had almost about eight minutes more uh, than Atlanta. I want to say against uh, Tampa Bay, it might have been double digits. So that means you're controlling the tempo. And a lot of that is because of our outstanding third down defense. All those little things matter in the big picture when you look uh, what, what's finally going to occur. You're right, Bobby. Just to let you know, uh, time of possession, 36-38 for the Saints in the Tampa game. The Bucks had 23-22. No, uh, so that, that means we're not chasing nothing. We're controlling the ebb and flow of the game, and, and that is winning football. Now, hopefully it's not a little too late. Now, uh, again, let me see what I wrote here. <laughs> It was something about uh, people might not want to hear this. But I said this before the season. It does matter the other games. What I always say, what you got to do in the NFC South, go four and two. You got to go four and two. Now, you want to go five and one or undefeated. I'm trying to be realistic. And I'm saying you got to sweep one of your opponents. Now, I thought it might be Tampa Bay. No one thought Tampa Bay and Baker Mayfield was going to be as good as they were. Everybody thought Carolina was going to be as good as they uh, 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 Better than they were. Yeah, yeah right. better than they were. So we swept them, and we split with Tampa Bay and Atlanta. You can almost expect that. Mark that down. Every year, 
uh, you're going four and two or five and one. That's if, the minimum you should do, right? Yeah, if you're going to win your division and trend in the right direction, well, we four and two. Uh, but but look what happened. Then you go look at the tiebreakers and all that. So I look at the division, even though the NFC South is the NFC South. The NFC South was sorry, but that's why those other games matter. Those other NFC games. Now when I look at the Rams, we got waxed by the Rams, but the Packers we did not get waxed. So that's why you can look at all the games. You cannot afford to go down at home to Detroit 21 nothing. I'm telling you, there's like four or five games you can look at and what occurred, why we're in this situation, and we just waiting to see what's going to happen if we're going to be in the postseason. Now, if you look at it, uh, B. John Robinson. Okay, what I'm proud of, not so much, uh, much uh, us covering him in the passing game, <laughs> but uh, as a runner, he didn't do jack. He had 11 carries, 28 yards. He averaged two and a half yards a carry. To me, the guy who ran on, uh, on us last year uh, was Algier, who had right. over 100 yards. Well, he averaged four yards a carry, but they only gave him the ball uh, six times. So, the, again, like I said, they averaged 3.1. B. John Robinson had seven catches for 103 yards, uh, a 15-yard average, you know, a 71-yard touchdown. Then you look at Miller, had that 56. That's those two splash plays. Right. That's what you have to avoid. But Robinson ended up having 131 total yards. Uh, we look at that, how you contribute. Uh, since we did not have Alvin Kamara, you would say Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill had 79, 79 total yards. If we'd added Alvin Kamara to that, uh, we would have been fine. Uh, we would have been fine right where we need to be because it would have been 150-plus. Uh, it's just the way it is because I think even though Miller – uh, even though Jamal Williams, they're trying to do something. Like, look at Miller. I thought he was outstanding. Well, it's about time. Look where we drafted you. You averaged five and a half yards a carry. You had a touchdown, 13 attempts, 73 yards. Uh, look at Taysom. Six carries, 51 yards, eight and a half yard average. Jamal Williams, looks he didn't deserve that damn touchdown at the end. Oh, we want to give him a touchdown. Give him a touchdown for what? He averaged uh, 1.9 yards a carry. He had 14 carries, 26 yards. So we're going to give him a touchdown? I mean, uh, he can go to Comic-Con, Pokemon, what I know, and all that stuff. <laughs> I mean, Jamal Williams did not deserve a touchdown. I agree with Dennis Allen. Maybe I'm an old uh, uh, curmudgeon, an old fart, and maybe these young people, oh. But you don't go get your head coach. I can tell you that right now. That never would happen in the past. No, you're kneeling down, and, you, and you're going to do the right thing. Because you got to be respectful to the game. That's where as a coach or as a player, and Dennis Allen said the right thing. Uh, because when you look off the Smith, he goes, this is a bunch of BS. You're damn right it is. You do not do that. That's disrespectful to the game. Now, maybe some young people, uh, I don't know, millennials, Gen Z, whatever you, whatever how you want to describe people, you do not give that touchdown to Jamal Williams. How has Jamal Williams deserved that touchdown? He led the NFL last year in touchdowns. So you're going to throw him a garbage touchdown? How about you score before that? And you only average like uh, two yards a carry. Come on, that, 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 that's bogus. That, that's Bush League. I think uh, Hudats don't care, though, because it was against the Falcons. Well, it doesn't matter who you play. you got to respect the game. you, you got to respect the game. And that's why, uh, I don't know, uh, I guarantee you, back in the day, if the coach told you kneel down, then you kneel down. You don't go against the head coach. Now, you might say, well, is Dennis Allen, can he control? Uh, you know, you always say, can you uh, control the asylum or whatever, or what's happening? Uh, no, no, that, that, that's not right. That's not right for them to score at the end. Uh, now, that, that's a different topic.
<laughs> Some people might not agree with me right there, but that's got You know, you talk about garbage yards, but that's a garbage touchdown. Sure. Uh, so, uh, again, I went off on a tangent then. Uh, now, I, I look at Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter, you think he's – I hope Atlanta thinks he's their future quarterback. Right. Then the Saints should win. I mean, Desmond Ritter, he started off hot when you look at him. But overall, Desmond Ritter's not going to be their guy of the future. Uh, okay, again, it might tick off some Saints fans, but I'm going to say here. Uh, Derek Carr is the man. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? No, Derek Carr is the man. I'm going to tell you why he's the man. It's always what have you done for me lately. Now, if Derek Carr would have had the month that he's had the last four or five games in September and then fallen off the cliff, what have you done for me lately? Right. Let me tell you what Derek Carr has done. What have you done for me lately? You might say, well, Abraham, look at the opponents. Yes, but it's still the National Football League. Okay, Derek Carr has put together, I said this in the pregame, a three-game stretch where he completed a league-best 74%. Okay, uh, you know what today he was? 22 of 28. Okay, now think about this. This is all the NFL quarterbacks. Where they're at right now to close out the season, Derek Carr completed an NFL best 74% of his passes, and he had eight touchdowns and one interceptions. Uh, well, you know what? Now he has 12 touchdowns and one interception because he had zero today. So, uh, And then he had a quarterback rating of 117. Over at the, oh, uh, today he had a quarterback rating of 145 and a half. Okay, you know the quarterback rating of 117? That was third best mark in the NFL. Okay, there's 32 quarterbacks. So uh, you can hate on Derek Carr whatever you want. That's why uh, what they got invested in him. And in the future, he's healthy now on the back end of the season. Ain't uh, Listen, you better jump on board with Derek Carr because ain't nothing changing. What he done in December to close out the season, where we at? I don't know if we're going to be in the postseason. But what he did to finish the season, uh, again, that's not an opinion. Uh, that's a fact. You might say, hey, Barry, that's your opinion. No, this is all the NFL quarterbacks. He's number one in completion percentage, and he uh, has the third-best passer rating. He might, after today being 145.5, he might even move up in, in that category. So, again, I just go by what I see, and uh, all of a sudden, uh, what you're accomplishing, look, look, at, look at this thing. Look, look uh, um, uh, you want to talk about explosive chunk plays, look at Rashid Shahid. Uh, three catches. He averaged 20, uh, 22 yards a catch. Chris Olave. Three catches. He averaged 19 yards a catch. A.T. Perry, he averaged 18 yards a catch. Now I'm rounding it off, but that's four touchdowns. Like Rashid won, Alave won, uh, A.T. Perry two. So, uh, again, that's what happened. And the one thing, you know what we've done? You know what I like about A.T. Perry? Damn sure. Damn right he's diamond in the rough. Uh, You know what I like? Contested catches. Okay, it's one-on-one. The ball's up there. You know what we did against Atlanta? We exploited the outside their cornerbacks. You know, when you're going against, like, uh, I was like uh, Jesse Bates. Remember when he had that pick six? Right. Well, that's a safety. No, he's like, oh, pro, he's amongst the best. Pick on the outside guys. (laughs) Don't bait him in the middle. And we're able to do that. So uh, when I I look at that, uh, listen, you can hate on Derek Carr or whatever, but I know what I've done for him lately. Derek Carr is amongst the best. 
Derek Carr is not only in the uh, um, like if they have thirty two starting quarterbacks, not only is he in the top five, he's in the top three. Uh, I, I, no, I, I'm just going by what he's produced: touchdown, interception ratio, and his accuracy. No, yeah, bear. Some of those are garbage yards. I mean, uh, not all of his garbage yards. I'm just telling you, he was beat up, playing hurt. You have to look at all that. And the one thing that the one player that's not garbage, and he always shows up, and I think he'll show up next year, uh, is Demario Davis. Double D Demario Davis, nine total tackles. He led the team with two tackles for a loss. Doesn't look like he has a high motor, and that. Uh, he don't like, oh, he's a, he's a step slow. You might say sometimes Honey Badger or different people, uh, maybe they lost a step. Uh, you know, you might, you know, you, when you look at it, like uh, Cam Jordan, I don't know. Uh, they were outstanding, but where are they at now? Well, Double D is, uh, is amongst the best still to me uh, where he's at. Um, look at Abram. Uh, I think he can be exploited at time, but he ended up uh, uh, tying with Demario Davis for nine total tackles. Uh, the one guy, uh, Steve, I don't know, considering we paid him some money, he'd be an honorable mention, Diamond in the Rough, Nathan Shepard. He ends up with a sack, a quarterback hurry, and a tackle for a loss. You know, uh, he don't say, I don't think we've even interviewed him in the media. I, 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 I think he tells the media to go F themselves. Has anybody talked to Nathan Shepard? I just remember his introductory press conference, and that's really it, so you're right. Oh, no. Nobody. I, okay, I challenge all the media because they out there because they're journalists. Uh, journalists. Uh, go, go talk to Nathan Shepard. I don't know. People want to hear him. Now we're here. Colin Sanders. Uh, Colin Sa- Saunders. He talks all the time. Right. Uh, but he don't have the production of Nathan Shepard. He don't have that kind of production. I'm not hating on nobody. I'm just telling you what has occurred. But Nathan Shepard has stepped up uh, big time. Uh, how about Peyton Turner? You know what Peyton Turner did. Okay, when you look, not only that he had a fumble recovery. Happy 25th birthday. Uh, but, but you know what he did? He led the team in quarterback hurries with two. He's fresh. I mean, he's fresh. He <laughs> had two. Uh, Nathan Shepard had one, but he had two. Carl Granison had one. Carl Granison had a tackle for a loss. But Peyton Turner, it's about time. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, do you have that much patience with him? I mean, I think next year you know what's going to happen. Okay, Peyton Turner. Look what we have invested in you. We're not picking up your fifth-year option. So you know what Peyton Turner needs to do in his camp? I'm talking about his people. No, no. what Peyton Turner needs to do is kick ass next year. Right, have a paycheck kind of year. And then all of a sudden, either the Saints are going to pay you or somebody else is going to pay you. But the Saints aren't going to pick up that fifth-year option and all that because you got to do something first. Peyton Turner Peyton Turner's like a, 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 a poor man Marcus Davenport. He's like, you know, we're like, we want now, but Davenport, he's helming as well. Peyton Turner has produced when he's played. I, I think if you can count, if you can count uh, when you think about Davenport's games. So let's say I'm just saying on the top of my head, like it's almost two handfuls. And I, I'm, I'm not just talking about one season. Let's say like, boy, just look at this highlight reel of about eight to ten games uh, with Davenport. And that's why the, uh, the, the, the Vikings paid Davenport, but he's been hurt for, with them. But Payne Turner, it might be one or two games. When Payne Turner has played in a Saints uniform, he's on the stat sheet. Whether there's a quarterback hurry 
or a tackle for loss. Now it might be only two or three times. Just <laughs> just fifteen games in three years, Bobby. That's rough. Who's that? Payne, Payne Turner? Turner, right? Yeah, uh, but, but I can remember like, like games. He's all uh, right. Uh, uh, he's he's contributing. You could see him in the stat line, tackles for loss, uh, like quarterback hurries and all that. But uh, no, I, I think he realizes he got to put up or, or, or shut up kind of thing. But uh, I mean, I don't know. It's a shame that the Saints are in this situation. We're not in the postseason because I think we could be dangerous. We could be the type team, and hopefully, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, like it's three to three. I'm looking at the Cardinals and the Seahawks. And right now, Green Bay's up seven to three over the uh, Bears right now. So I mean, that both could go down to the wire. Right. Uh, but uh, I'm telling you, you know what I like about the NFL postseason versus any major league or the NBA? What? Not necessarily the the the, the best team's going to win. Damn, Seattle just scored. Uh, but but the, you know what's the difference? It's not a series. Remember, Any given Sunday, as they no, say. It is one game. And, and you might think, uh, like, look last year. You know, I'll be thinking uh, San Francisco's like all that and all that. Sure. Well, I mean, I remember last year they scored 13 points against us. <laughs> now, think about that. We, we were right there. And then Alante Taylor had the pick six, the penalty and all that. Kamara had a fumble. Uh, on the four-yard line. Ugh. No, I, I'm telling you, it's one game. Anything can happen. So if you can just get in. And we're hot right now going to, if we could get in the postseason, I don't know if we've done enough, simply because we dropped the ball against the Packers. What a coulda. It's a damn Jim Mora thing. Yep. So what, we're up 17 points with 12 minutes left and we lose that game. That's ridiculous. Going to hear from you on the Ciroc point after Oakland Hart Jewelers talking text lines 504-260-1870. You heard the Cajun Cannons ran. Let's hear from you. We'll be back with more right after this on the Community Coffee Saints Radio Network. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
Welcome into the Ciroc Point After. Ciroc Ultra Premium Vodka here on the Community Coffee Saints Radio Network. Cajun Cannon, we were just watching that play of the supposed kneel down and giving it to Jamal Williams for that TD that caused Arthur Smith, head coach of the Falcons, to curse a little in the post-game meeting at midfield when he was in to shake hands with Dennis Allen. Well, uh, the thing is, it's just disrespectful. Uh, now, again... Um I don't know what uh, Jameis Winston's in there. Uh, I don't know. Uh, listen, look at the opportunity you've had with the New Orleans Saints. You're well compensated. Uh, you can't do that. Look how fired up he is after Jamal Williams scored that touchdown. Uh, how about Jamal Williams? You score uh, throughout the season, which he did not. And when you look at it, uh, okay, uh, it wasn't like Jamal Williams was so close with so far. He had uh, 26 yards. He averaged 1.9 yards a carry. And so you can't throw him a bone there. Uh, it has to be like you're going to have an incentive uh, going forward to maybe score and, and, and show the public or show the fan base that maybe uh, what you did last year in Detroit was not a flash in the pan. When I want to say off the top of my head, he had 17 touchdowns. Right. And it wasn't given like this. No, when you kneel down, you kneel down. Because you know why also? Because when you do those win-the-game plays and all that, and then people really don't come off the ball. Right. And then if they think you might come off the ball, then somebody's being lackadaisical, whatever, and then somebody gets hurt. Because it's kind of like, okay, this is a play that the game's over, and we're just respecting the game, and then you, uh, you kneel down. So, no, that, that, that was a bunch of garbage. Yeah, you know what this solidifies right now? Now, Dennis Solomon not admit this. That Jameis is uh, not coming back? Oh, hell yeah. There ain't no way. Jameis Winston's going pecan. And now Jameis Winston, uh, go play somewhere else. Because if you disrespected the coaches to get an opportunity, my Jameis might think, well, I wanted more of an opportunity. Well, go have an opportunity somewhere else. You know, a lot of fans might say, well, uh, Jameis Winston, he could have went play for um, – Somebody else. So look at all the job openings. Why did they go get Joe Flacco off the couch instead of Jameis Winston? Are you kidding me? Oh, the coach wanted me in the offseason. I don't think they won you, wanted you over Uncle Rico. <laughs> he came back to the Saints because that was a chance for Jameis Winston to prolong his career. So Jameis Winston will have a chance. There's not enough quarterbacks. If you look, there's 32 teams. If we just go 32 times two. Jameis Winston's definitely in that category. To be uh, like 64 uh, quarterbacks, that doesn't mean you're getting paid. Uh, it's all a matter of getting paid. Now, Jameis Winston's getting uh, well compensated, a bunch of millions. For him to go do that against uh, Dennis Allen, that, that's bogus. That, uh, they need to cut Jameis Winston tomorrow. Uh, basically, uh, not being respectful. Now, now, whether it's Pete Carmichael or whether it's Dennis Allen, because I told you the fraternity, whether it's coaches or players, uh, you don't do that. The game's well in hand. And you don't throw, uh, uh, you know, you don't throw uh, Williams a bone because he had other opportunities throughout the season. Coach Dennis Allen did say, you know, apologizing for Arthur Smith to Arthur Smith. That's the right thing to do. The team should have just taken the knee. Amen. Guys wanted to get Jamal Williams a TD, and that's unacceptable. Well, the the one guy is the quarterback, uh, Jameis Winston. Had to change the call. No, not change the call. How about you just take the ball, you kick, and then just kneel down. What I'm saying is what he had to do. He's the one that had to well, change you the ball hand, there. you got to hand it off. Right. Or whatever. Nobody's even playing that play. No, that, that, that's bogus. I don't know. We've been talking about this. It might be overblown. <laughs> but I'm talking about respecting the game. 
Now, uh, you want to talk about respecting the game, and I don't know who this cat is, 504-90, this is 90, and let me see, uh, this is uh, 4065. Uh, A-Bear is a clown if he thinks Carr is the right quarterback going forward. I'm just saying what has occurred the last month and what they have invested in Derek Carr. No, you're the freaking clown. Uh, I wish you'd come to my uh, my house or talk to me about who knows football and who's a clown. <laughs> no, you're the freaking uh, clown. Who, who is that cat? I'm looking at that dude. I mean, uh, zero. Well, I came. I came in to read. I'm. We're like, gonna take a break anyway. Here on zero point six after. five. We'll be back oh, no, with no, even no. more on the Community Coffee Saints Radio Network. You're the clown. Uh, Derek Carr's produced. <laughs> 48-17, to 17. that was the regular season finale. Saints taking down the Atlanta Falcons. Welcome into the Ciroc Point after Ciroc Ultra Premium Vodka. Carolina Panthers did not do the Saints any favors. Tampa Bay winning the division for a third straight season, keeping an eye out on the scoreboard now in case a wild card spot is achievable at the half. Green Bay is up 7-6 to six over the Bears, and currently the Seattle Seahawks have a 10-6 lead over Arizona. Two minutes left till half time over there no it looks like they both games could go down to the wire I mean I don't know we shouldn't be in this situation I mean when you consider the strength of the Saints schedule come on I, I'm telling you right now even though uh, I'm optimistic how the Saints have closed out the season this is garbage <laughs> that we didn't get the double digit wins I'm telling you I can tell you right now, you know, Steve, I always do this when the schedule comes out in the spring. Sure, yeah. Right now, uh, the Saints aren't doing better next year than they did this year. Now, oh, we won two more games than we won last year, went seven and nine, uh, from seven and ten uh, to all of a sudden, uh, what were we, nine and eight? Right. Well, I can tell you right now, uh, straight to schedule, uh, we'd be lucky if we get back to nine wins. This but it's was, a different year, different team next year. Different year, different team, but the strength of schedule. People think that doesn't make a difference. Oh, well, teams change. Teams change. This is one of the weakest schedules in Saints history. No doubt, right. When you talk about uh, well over half a century, and that there's no way when you look at the strength of schedule, who we beat and who we didn't beat that we didn't get uh, to 10 or 11 wins. I'm not saying you're winning the Super Bowl or you're doing anything. But there's a shame on us we didn't get to the – Oh, well, hey, but Bobby, the sure, organi- they, they had the roster and they had the schedule well, the to, organiza- make, to be a playoff team, the organization, to win a division. The organization is going to tell me, oh, well, we played hard. Look how we finished. Right. Well, you have to look at the whole season. There's no reason why they should not have gotten to 10 or 11 wins. Again, I'm not saying you're going to surpass the 49ers – Whoever you think amongst the best. And and God forbid, I hate the Cowgirls, but uh, do you think the Saints are better than Dallas? I mean, I don't right now. Now, anything can happen in one game. Sure. But I'm saying right now, now, the parity in the league and all that, still, when you look at the strength of schedule, and and all of a sudden, oh, like, uh, I don't know if we're going to win that game. It was maybe one or two times that we thought the whole season, oh, the Saints got to be lucky. Uh, like the Jaguars. I remember that. Oh, they were hot at that time. Trevor Lawrence, Thursday night. Uh, then uh, we played a hot Lions team. But other than that, it wasn't like we were playing week in and week out. It wasn't like we were playing the Ravens. 
It wasn't like we played the Buffalo Bills. It wasn't like we played the 49ers. It wasn't like we played the Chiefs. Now, the Chiefs, I'm just talking about the quarterbacks right, I got that you. we face. There was nothing like that, so we did not take advantage of the schedule this year. Looking at our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line, want to hit up all you great hoodats. Hector in New Orleans, you're up first. What you got for us today, Hector? Hey, guys. So, Bobby, just echoing a lot of what you said, and I agree 100%. Um, we finished strong. You know, we expected to do better. Have we done enough um, to maybe build upon something for next year? Because I feel like, you know, the offensive line played a little bit better, and I think that contributed to a lot of Derek Carr's success and him um, getting the offense rolling. I think we need to continue to get, should the season end this afternoon, uh, hopefully not, but I think the Saints need to continue to get better on the offensive line and defensive line because I like Carl Grandison, and I just think we need somebody else to compliment him. And then my final comment, Bobby, you probably ain't going to like this. I understand what you were saying right. about respecting the game, but to me, I'm sorry. It's the Falcons. I don't like them. I don't like the fans. I don't even like the city. Right. So what we did, I got no problem. I just don't, Bobby. I don't. Well, well, the the, the, the thing is, uh, though, if that was vice versa, whether it's the Falcons or whether we play in the Bills or whoever, uh, the Seahawks done that, uh, done that to us, you don't do like a kneel-down play and you try and score. You just don't. I mean, uh, you might say if the Falcons did that to us, I'd be shame on them. We did it to them. I'd say shame on us. I'm just telling you it doesn't matter the team. And then, uh, uh, you know, uh, so uh, – I don't know, might happen two or three years. It might happen 10 years from now. So if Atlanta would do that to the Saints, I would say it's wrong. Uh, you cannot do that. The game's well in hand, and that's why uh, even Dennis Allen, I'm telling you, he's respecting the game and the coaching fraternity. Uh, what comes about, you just don't do that. So Well, uh, well so, yeah, why, why wouldn't Tyron Matthew run into the end zone with, for a pick six then? Right, exactly, because he's a pro. He's like a veteran, a veteran. I mean, he's been around. So uh, he understands the task at hand now. The fans sometimes, you know, just want to stick it to your rival. I mean, I understand that. Uh, but I'm, you got to stick it to them uh, when the game's uh, contested. And not so much the game's over. I mean, it'd be like even you see in college football, whatever, Nick Saban or somebody – and they could even score another touchdown and then kneel down. Well, you better damn listen to what your coach is calling, too. Well, uh, th- 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 that'd be... Uh, it's not like Dennis Allen was like, oh, I didn't care. I was going for the jugular. Well, and I'm surprised that Derek Carr was all, all for the players. That shows you the inmates are running the asylum. Uh, when all of a sudden they go, oh, uh, we're going to do what's uh, better, best for the players. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm old fart, whatever, but... Uh, I mean, uh, back in the day, you would never do that. Now, that might only be two decades ago. Uh, but, uh, no, you you got to respect the coach. you got to do what the coach says. Our shots are chilling here on the Ciroc Point after Ciroc Ultra Premium Vodka. We'll be right back with more on the Community Coffee Saints Radio Network. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/recommend today. Okay, 
Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Back here on the Ciroc Point after Ciroc Ultra Premium Vodka. Want to get into our diamond in the rough performance of the game. I know the KG Cannon kind of teased who it's going to be. The diamond rough performance brought to you by friend and company. You've got a friend in the jewelry business and Cajun Cannon. I got a feeling you want to talk about a wide receiver that got two, two TDs on the day. Noah, he's been outstanding. Uh, and you know what's a good story, a good feel-good story? A.T. Perry. Uh, three targets, three receptions. Uh, basically, 18-yard average. He had a long gain of 29, two touchdowns. Uh, now, he had 53 yards. Uh, but the one thing about A.T. Perry, uh, it's like, okay, how you develop as a player, how you continue to grow. Uh, you look from uh, Wake Forest and uh, having the opportunity uh, to take advantage. Uh, because when you look at, like, he was like the poor, poor man, Michael Thomas. Okay, well, Michael Thomas, he ain't there no more. The bottom line, okay, A.T. Perry, can you be that big receiver? And I think he's taking advantage of that opportunity. Like I said, he had two touchdowns because there were times in OTAs in minicamp, God, I don't know, it's hitting him in the hands, he ain't catching it. Uh, right. I, 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 it was almost like before Sean Payne got in there, kind of like Devery Henderson. I'm like, come on. Uh, I, I think they could be a good receiver, but uh, one thing, you got to catch the ball. <laughs> right, you can't just get open. You got to finish the catch. So uh, definitely a diamond in the rough of A.T. Perry. And Steve, I always like now it gets to the point where uh, did you give an honorable mention? And the honorable mention to me uh, would be because he don't talk to the public. I guarantee the Huda Nation don't know about him. Uh, Nathan Shepard. He had three unassisted tackles. He's the only one who came up with a sack. He had a quarterback hurry and a tackle for a loss. 
So I, I, I would give uh, A.T. Perry the diamond in the rough and Nathan Shepard uh, the honorable mention. That Diamond in the Rough performance of the game is brought to you by Friend and Company. You have a friend in the jewelry business. Going to step away, take a break, and be right back more with more of the Ciroc Point After here on the Community Coffee Saints Radio Network. Miller Lite scoreboard update looking at some of the games going on in action that the Houdat Nation cares about at halftime at Seattle 13, Arizona 6. Third quarter action has picked up in Green Bay. The Packers are up 7-6 to six over the Bears. Checking out our Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text line Cajun Cannon. What's got you fired up over there? Yeah, well, at least we still have some interest what's going to happen in the second half. Uh, I don't know. you got to have a little luck. I, I don't know. Uh, they better be lucky uh, and have good luck instead of bad luck uh but this is a uh, let me see a texter that's uh this is from zero eight five zero eight eight six bobby if the saints lined up in a regular formation would you have uh, been okay with the touchdown then well yes you're in a regular formation you're not in a win the game play which everybody's half stepping and then you score no if you're in a regular formation that looks like they're trying to score so, yes, it does matter the formation that you're in to close out the game. So, uh, by the Saints, if you truly were going to score, which they weren't trying to score, is that you got to kneel down. I mean, that's just uh, football etiquette uh, when you look at uh, the NFL and how it is to close out a game. Now, I, 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 I like this, Cat. Uh, no, I don't know. It's not uh, local. It's somewhat local, but it's not like uh, directly from this area. Bobby, uh, you're a clown. Yeah, uh, you were the first quarterback to take the Saints to the playoffs, but you choked and lost. Now, uh, uh, you know, a playoff game. Yes, I did. Um, that, that happened. I, I don't argue with that. You're just a radio analysis and uh, n- not a good one. Uh, well, you're not a good fan and you're not a good listener. I want to know what you do in your life. Uh, I guarantee you, you're a loser. I, I would put my resume against you anytime. So uh, whoever, you know, people sometimes you're like, oh, you get attacked on social media. Uh, how about you call me and talk to me man to man, but you won't do that because you're a punk. Uh, you won't do that. So that's what I'm, I'm saying. Uh, when, when you, listen, you might say, well, you got to, don't be thin-skinned. I, I, I Listen, I'm just saying that you want to come at me and confront me about where the Saints are at and what occurred. But all you're going to do, you're going to go on social media. You probably live in your mom's basement, even though they don't have a basement maybe where you live. And that you just, uh, you know, it's like a freaking a South Park episode. Uh, you probably, uh, you know, hanging out and I'm um, staying up till three in the morning and I'm waking up at noon. And then uh, I'm going to confront you that way. Come on. Please call. Please call. Please call. I want this 504 cat. 504-260-1870 uh, is the call I want in this, line. I want this cat uh, 9095 to call. You know who you are. He won't call because he's scared. If you're scared, say you're scared. Come on. Well, what we're going to do right now is pause 10 seconds. Let station identify themselves on the Community Coffee Saints Radio Network. Going to take a break. When we get back, we'll get back into our Oakland Hard Jewelers talk and text line right here on the Ciroc Point After on the Community Coffee Saints Radio Network. All right, Huda Nation, been waiting to hear from you some more, so we're going to go to Earl in Gonzalez. What you got for us tonight on the Ciroc Point After, Earl? Yeah, thank you, Steve and uh, Bob. Just taking my call. Who that? first of all, but I got a couple of questions for you guys. Uh, you know, what took so long, you know, go, go back four out of the five weeks, what took so long for the Saints to actually get going? And also, do you see uh, potential coaching changes coming up uh, right. going into 2024? 
Well, uh, that, that's a good point, Earl. Uh, you bring up a great point, I should say. Uh, I think one thing, uh, just the latter part of the season, uh, Derek Carr playing better. I think he was more, uh, he was healthier. Uh, didn't it look like the offensive line uh, blocked awesome today? Maybe Ramchek was hurting that bad where this, his subtraction was actually in addition because he was playing hurt. Well, uh, uh, the one thing, I'm looking at Derek Carr in the pocket. Uh, the offensive line was outstanding. So when I look at that, okay, so you look at the offensive line, Derek Carr being healthier. I think Earl at times, uh, the way this team was structured, the defense maybe not living up to expectations where uh, – not only we weren't uh, top five, but we weren't even top ten. We kind of middle of the road. Well, we cannot be middle of the road if how we were structured to get to double-digit wins. But when you look at our defense, uh, the one thing, uh, two things, and that's why it's a big feather in their cap, uh, you look at that turnover margin. Uh, taking the football away uh, like they did to close out the season overall, when you plus 11 instead of minus 11 like they were last season. Uh, you look at scoring defense and third down defense. That's winning formulas. I'm telling you, I look at all the NFL teams, and they would tell you, all NFL teams will tell you, if we outstanding on third down defense and scoring defense, then offense has to do a little bit. I mean, you know, then we should win. So uh, now I think it was maybe uh, a day late and a dollar short, however you want to uh, make it up. But when you can look at games, I'm telling you, and I'm going to talk about this more during uh, early on the week on Sports Talk, that you can look at, I'm telling you, I don't know what's going to happen uh, the rest of the game with Arizona and Seattle and what's going to happen between Green Bay and Chicago. But there's going to be like four or five games that the woulda, coulda, shoulda comes about. But the obvious, hey, like, obvious uh, Earl woulda, coulda, shoulda was the Green Bay game. How can you lose that game? We're winning by 17 points with 12 minutes less, and, and we lost. Uh, I'm telling you, look what Green Bay's at right now. They're going to be in the postseason maybe. Uh, so it's, it's not – look at the parity. It's not much difference whether you have or have not. It's amazing how that all breaks down. Go ahead, Earl. Hey, Bobby. Yeah. Hey, Bobby, I, I tell you what, I'm like I said, I'm diehard Saints fan. Who that? Go Bears, go Cardinals. And uh, like I said, we we just got to find a way to get back to the playoffs. You know what I mean? I mean, oh, no, no, no. Line. And, and, I don't you want to comment on that? Comment on that? And, and, bottom and line. More uh, than happy, Bobby. Yeah, yeah, Earl, bottom line is that it's unacceptable because we are accustomed to is that now uh, I don't know what's going to occur. We still got to wait and see what's going to happen to close out these games. Green Bay's up 14-6 to six currently, and Seattle and, uh, is up 13-6. to, 13 six. So to nobody's six. nobody's going helping us out uh, right now. So nobody's helping <laughs> us out. So you never know. Whenever you think uh, one score, you never know what's going to happen. Uh, but, uh, you know, the, the bottom line is we made our bed, and now we have to live with it. Uh, I mean, uh, where we're at, and uh, it, it's very frustrating. But all I know is it's totally unacceptable. And I think the Saints would have to acknowledge this. Uh, you can't be um, like three straight seasons and we're not in the postseason. Okay, uh, again, uh, I'm not saying you uh, – listen, I think the Saints fans are very knowledgeable and they understand that the task at hand, okay, uh, 
I think a normal Saints fan would say, well, hell no, we're not as good as the 49ers. Well, you look at the top NFC team, you perceive that to be the 49ers. Well, don't you got to beat the 49ers to get to the Super Bowl? Again, it's one game. But they would say, well, uh, they have a few uh, postseason teams, playoff teams who should be in that number. That's why you look at strength and schedule where we're at right now. Mm, it's kind of thorn in your side. It's unacceptable considering uh, where Dennis Allen's at. Do you know this is the first winning season Dennis Allen's ever had? Now think about this. With the Raiders right. and with the Saints, he's coached a bunch of games. But this is the first winning season. Now, I think we went from seven to nine wins. I think Dennis Allen's not going anywhere. I think uh, Derek Carr, what they got invested in him, he's the quarterback of the future. What I mean by the future, 2024. No doubt. Uh, I don't know about 25. Now, if you make changes, because, okay, uh, we missed the playoffs three straight seasons. I don't know. We might not miss the playoffs. I don't know what's going to happen. But the one, you know, would be the damn scapegoat is uh, Sneaky Pete, Pete Carmichael. But I told you this, Steve. You know what? Uh, they might not change anything. If Derek Carr would say, I like Pete Carmichael, I want him to be a part of the mix, I like where we're going. Right. They ain't nobody getting fired. <laughs> ain't nobody getting fired. Now, the Huda Nation might not want to hear that, but I'm telling you, that's probably what would happen. Derek Carr has a lot of power. Mickey Loomis, Dennis Lawshaw, all of them. Uh, you know, if you look at Dennis Allen, I mean, what would happen to change next season? But I can tell you right now, you look at strength and schedule, where are we going to be at? Where's going to come in the spring? I would say right now, uh, I don't even know. I'm not even finished this season. I would say the Saints would not get the double-digit wins, and then you fire people then. I mean, I'm just looking in the crystal ball. I'm not being a hater. I'm trying to be realistic. Well, I'm hoping that tougher schedule brings about a tougher team for next year, obviously, too. Maybe they can beef up, beef up the D-line, the O-line. I'm trying to be optimistic here heading into next season. Yeah. I don't want to get down already. No, no. I, I'm just like uh, being uh, <laughs> up and down the roller coaster and all that. The, the season, I know we, we might get in the postseason this year. We're going to take a break, step away, and be back with more of the Ciroc Point after, right after this on the Community Coffee Saints Radio Network. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 
Welcome back into the Ciroc Point after Hoodats. We just had a scoring update from the Arizona-Seattle game. James Conner runs 29 yards for a score. Extra point is good. Arizona-Seattle all knotted up. 13-13, 10 and a half minutes left in the third quarter over there. Meanwhile, looking at the Green Bay game, they're also in the third quarter, though. That's winding down 37 seconds left in the third. Green Bay on top, 14-6. Chicago Bears do have the ball right now, though. Well, uh, uh, come on, Justin Fields. Uh, <laughs> how about you work a, li- a, a, a little uh, Justin Fields' uh, miracle? Show that you uh, want to be the QB next year for the Bears. Uh, for the Bears. Instead of having maybe uh, to leave and all of a sudden. Uh, yeah, you don't uh, want to go to Atlanta. Uh, no, no, but he's from Georgia. He, right. He might want to go to Atlanta. <laughs> I, I don't know, Steve. Uh, you never know about that. But, uh, Steve, uh, we're going to look at it right now. What is bugging you, Cajun Cannon, about today's game? That's brought to you by Jane j Exterminators, Louisiana's independent exterminating company. And I'm guessing what was bugging you was in the first half of this game. Oh, no. Uh, the first half, how you started the game uh, to set the tone, whether you're at home or on the road, uh, but especially at home, you want the home folks to cheer for you. You can't give up a chunk or a splash plays, even though I'm an offensive pl- uh, player. Uh, I, I have that mindset as a quarterback and all that, that all I know is defensively, and this has to drive Dennis Allen crazy, you cannot give up chunk plays. And what we did, what was bugging me, we gave up at the beginning of the game, we gave up a, a plus 56 and plus 71. Now that uh, caused Alante Taylor to be benched. Right. Now he came back. He was able to get a, a pick. Love how he responds for sure, at least. He hasn't pout in the corner. Well, you can't feel sorry for right. yourself. you got to be a pro. Uh, where are your eyes looking? What is your responsibility? And you have to do it. Now, I think Elante Taylor is an outstanding outside corner. Outside corner. corner. Outside Correct, corner sir. along with uh, Paulson and Debo. I don't know about a nickel corner. You know, we got rid of Bradley Roby. And then he went to the Eagles. He's kind of been up and down. Let me tell you, I'm going to look at my crystal ball. I think in the future, you got to give up something to get something. I would not be surprised if we let uh, Lattimore uh, to get something for him. Oh, A-Bear's firing up the trade machine. Oh No, no, I'm just telling you. Uh, Because Michael Thomas, we don't have no leverage with him. Right. But but I look at two players, Alvin Kamara and Lattimore. You got to give up something to get something. And I, and, and I look at Lattimore where he's at right now. We'd be all right, I think, on the outside with Elante Taylor and Paulson Adebo. I don't know by the nickel. Right. On the, now, 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 that's a different animal. But you cannot give up plus 56, plus 71. Uh, th- that's unacceptable. Uh, because all of a sudden, uh, Atlanta goes uh, seven plays, 79 yards, three minutes, 39 seconds. We're losing seven to zero. Now, we responded. Seven plays, 75 yards to make it uh, seven to seven. And then all of a sudden, uh, Ritter uh, to Robinson, plus 71 yards. A bad angle by Alante Taylor. Uh, look, look, you got to know where your eyes are at. I was talking with Scott Chanley. You know, Scott Chanley's part of the media like I am now. Uh, if you look at it, where your eyes are at, what's your responsibility? And he almost took the approach. Uh, if you look at uh, Alante Taylor, oh, well, he's not going to dump it to the back. Well, hell yeah, he's going to dump it to the back. It's B.J. Robinson. Are you kidding me? It's about yak. 
So all of a sudden, the score is 14 to 7. Right. Atlanta's up. Now we match it. And a, a very uh, formidable drive like we had against uh, Tampa Bay. We go uh, 16 plays, 75 yards, a little over eight minutes. Now it's 14 to 14. But the thing is, you can't be in that kind of game um, where you're giving uh, your opponent splash or chunk plays where uh, you're having to work harder for your points. Especially that Falcons offense. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Plus 56, plus 71. So to me, that was unacceptable. And it was 14 to 14 right now, uh, Steve. That's why, if you'd have told me then, uh, Bobby, I'm looking at my crystal ball. We're going to win 48 to 17. I go, man, are you freaking crazy? Would you <laughs> sell your soul to the devil or whatever? It's 14 to 14. How are we going to stop them? No, we ended up 48 to 17. Even look uh, beyond that last touchdown, that when it was 14 to 14, Steve, I don't know. I was kind of thinking. Whoever has the ball last might win, but that was not the case. Right, Blake Groupie better be money because you know Young Hoku usually uh, is. Right, uh, but I, I think uh, who has the ball last, a game-winning <laughs> field goal, whatever. But credit to the Saints how they adjusted because those splash and chunk plays, that's totally unacceptable, 56 and 71 yards. That's what's bugging the Cajun Cannon about today's game. Brought to you by J&J Exterminators, Louisiana's independent exterminating company. Going to take a break when we get back. Your calls and hear from quarterback Derek Carr right here on the Community Coffee Saints Radio Network. Welcome back into the Ciroc Point after Ciroc Ultra Premium Vodka. Before we get back into your calls, want to hear from Derek Carr. And Derek Carr's interview is brought to you by the Bill Hood Automotive Group. Everything automotive under one hood. Here's what the QB had to say after the Saints' big victory over the Falcons. Derek, how good does it feel just to finish like this with that kind of, that kind of I mean, not just this week, but the last couple of weeks, but especially this week? Yeah, I'd say, um, you know, uh, again, say this every week, can't remember how many weeks, but like the last half of the year for us, I thought we were doing some really good things and improving. Um, a lot of yards, getting better in the red zone, situationally third downs. Uh, and I felt like this was just like the icing on the top, you know, of, of all the hard work. Um, it just it came together all at one time for us. And, uh, you know, really proud of that. Um, we, we were, as a team, really, really focused on, you know, yes, there was a chance we could have another home game after this, but if we didn't, we wanted to give our fans something to let them know, you know, that this, that we didn't, we didn't, we didn't put all that hard work in for nothing. You know, we didn't get it, get it done early on like we wanted to. It wasn't clicking early on, uh, but we wanted to give them, you know, something to be proud of. You know, going in, hopefully to the playoffs, but if not, into the off season. Dennis said multiple times that that the difference he thought that one of the big differences in the offense was your health. Hmm. How much better do you feel now? And I, I know you didn't want to talk about it a lot during the year, but. How bad was it in the middle part of the year? You know, I think um, the only person that really knows how bad it was was my wife, you know. And you guys won't get to talk to her, so no one will ever know, you know. But for me, um, it was uh, it was the hardest year physically for me um, that I've, I've ever experienced. And so, um, you know, you can't say that while you're going through it because um, then it looks terrible and all those kind of things. But now that it's at the end, yeah, I do feel better, you know. I The last few weeks I haven't gotten hit, so I didn't re-injure anything. And the swelling isn't getting worse instead of better. You know, I got better. And so, um, you know, you hope to have earned another chance to play and keep going because I feel good right now. But, you know, if not, uh, this is the time to heal it. So you, you guys added that extra red zone work, and that obviously made a big difference. Was there anything else within the second half of the season that you guys 
change up or did differently that kind of helped bring everything together and click and get you where you wanted to be? Well, you know, guys, guys started, you know, we started learning each other's schedules, um, practice during, excuse me, during practice and during the, during the week and extra time of work together. You know, it's, you know, we wanted to give it to everybody right away, but this, this did take us time, you know, to get clicking this last half of the year. And, you know, there was things where, okay, he's not on that special team. Hey, let's work now. You know, this is a great time for us to get extra work or, you know, oh, you're, you're not on that. Well, come get this throw with me, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, and, you know, I added, you know, I, I can't even lie, man. Like the last, the last six or seven weeks, um, I started doing with DJ, our, you know, one of our quarterback coaches, uh, a drill that my dad did with me since I was a little kid. Uh, it's an accuracy drill that I've done with him since I was little every time we would throw. And before every Wednesday and Thursday practice, DJ would be running across the field like crazy, like a madman, and me doing this accuracy drill that I, that my dad taught me, you know. And I think that's a really cool thing, you know. I was I was really proud of that because I was like, that's really cool for my dad. He doesn't even know that yet. I haven't even told him, so he'll find out soon. But uh, you know, he just just jogging across, hitting hitting certain areas, jogging across deeper, you know, hitting certain areas, hitting certain areas. So DJ was tired, um, but. I really think that I, I literally tried to maximize just every window I could to say, okay, if there's a window of time where I'm not doing things, can I work? Can can he work? Can we work? And and it paid off for us, you know. And that that took time, us learning each other's schedules and all that. But you know, thankfully we started figuring it out. I'm assuming you guys are probably frustrated it took so long time. But how good does it feel to, to have the optimism here at the end that you did kind of probably get to where you wanted to be? Yeah, it, you know, it feels it feels great because. You know, I think we proved over the last two months, like, it's not just fluke. You know, we showed sparks early on, but I'm not even counting that. You know, I'm talking about consistently, you know, moving the ball and consistently in situational football, consistently doing things the right way. Um, you know, we've, we've proven that it can be consistent. We've proven that we can get better, that we, when you work at something with a bunch of dudes that want to work at something, it will get better in time. Um, you know, we all wanted it sooner. We all wanted it to look like that all the time sooner, but... Uh, hopefully that this this last half of the year has shown that this is what we can be, um, you know, going forward. Are the rough patches ever challenging, like trying to, trying to get done? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we're human, you know. We're absolutely, we're human. Um, you know, but my, my foundation it will always be uh, who I am, who Christ says that I am. And, you know, I never get too high, even though my flesh wants to, you know, in a moment like that. You want to get excited about yourself, but it's like, and I'm just stay right here and just keep doing the process. Keep loving my, my teammates. Keep loving y'all. Keep loving my coaches. Keep loving everybody in the building and, and just enjoy, you know, um, <clears throat> you know, this last half of the year, uh, just going out to dinner throughout the city and getting to know people, you know, seeing fans and seeing kids wearing my jersey and all that kind of stuff. Uh, th that was cool to see, you know, because now it's starting to feel like home, you know, and, you know, that's that's the feeling I wanted to get to right away. Uh, but we had to earn that right. You seem pretty high after that last touchdown at 18 period. What was going through your head? Yeah. What were you saying to the fans? Oh, man. I, <laughs> it wasn't even to the fans. It was to my dad because I, uh, I like that movie Gladiator. He's like, are you not entertained? You know? <laughs> uh, and so that was just a joke because uh, my dad was sitting right up there. And so, um, you know, that, that was just a fun time between me and my dad. But, uh, you know, I, who knows what I was saying? You know, I, I know I wasn't cussing, but. Man, I was probably saying something crazy. <laughs> How long is it a cap off of the season? If this is the last game, of course, there are other factors. But if this is, it's a cap off the season and have the kind of performance in front of the fans, what does that mean to you? It, it meant everything. You know, it meant everything to our team. We, we said that we wanted to get the dome rocking. 
and and put together another great performance. Uh, and, and as Double D said, we wanted to put together a dominant performance. Um, and that, that's hard to, that is hard to do in this league. And so the fact that we could come out here the last game of the year at home, you know, for our city, in front of our city, um, and, and do that, uh, it has been unbelievable. And, and another thing I would say in the last half of the year is our, my relationship with Double D has just grown so much. You know, we, we have breakfast every, you know, Tuesday or Wednesday together. Uh, right there at the facility and and just growing that unity and just so I see I just started seeing that kind of stuff happening with everybody too you know our team was growing tighter everything was getting better um, you know you grab a whole bunch of new parts it takes a minute to get to know one another you know and uh, hopefully you know hopefully we won enough to get another opportunity um, you know but if we didn't uh, I'm really proud of where you know where things are where things could possibly head I was just laughing. I couldn't believe it. You know, he was one-on-one, -on -one and, I, and I, it's a perfect example. I tell these guys all the time, you know, it's, as you guys know, it's been hard to get some of these shot plays up. You know, you know teams play our speed. They just play on top of it, and, they, you know, and so he got one-on-one. -on -one. like, I'm going to give you a chance. And I don't even know how many times he did all that, but I do know he put those two feet down and had that ball. Uh, and he's just like, man, keep, keep, he, he always tells me after I hit him, I'm like, good route or whatever. He's like, no, nah, keep slinging it. He, he just keeps saying that to me all the time. Keep slinging it. So I, that, was a, that was one of those Brett Favre's just, all right, you, you go do it. <laughs> you know, that, that had nothing to do with ball placement. How much growth have you seen in A.T. Perry, specifically from the first Atlanta game? He was telling us that he thought kind of about that false start that he had he's shown a lot of growth and I think that the that there's still more growth that he can have and and I say that in an exciting way you know he's uh, someone we really liked his he's, his release game is is unique for how big he is you know how tall he is how long how long he is how and and the fact that he can move and he's strong to you saw on that the the second touch and just throwing throwing guys um, you know that again that's not easy to do at that size you know sometimes those guys get caught up and it's hard for them to get off the release but as a young player he's shown to be able to get off those releases and and I'm trusting him against some really good players you know the first touchdown you know and and you know he can he continues to go up and make plays for me and for us and um, you know. Once you once you build that trust, you know, from the quarterback, that's a good place to be as a receiver, you know, because now you know, you know, that any opportunity one on one could be your opportunity, and he's made the most of them, you know. The I think of the Rams game, throwing him the goal ball, he goes up, makes a play, uh, you know, the the one he dove and caught, he can't remember what week that was, but you know, it, it just the, those time on task, you know, that that trust that we've built and. Uh, the first thing I said to him in there, I was like, if we don't get any more games to play, we got a lot more work to do. And uh, he, in his mind, just, yeah, let's go. Saints quarterback Derek Carr's postgame interview brought to you by the Bill Hood Automotive Group. Everything automotive under one hood. When we step away, going to get back to your calls right here on the Ciroc Point After, here on the Community Coffee Saints Radio Network. Looking at the scoreboard, Green Bay up 17-9 to over the Bears. Ten minutes left in that game. Chicago does have the ball in Seattle and Arizona, meanwhile. All knotted up, 13 apiece, 15 minutes to go in the fourth. So that one just getting underway in the final quarter. Uh, Cajun Cannon, let's get into our Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text line. We're going to go to James and Nola. What you got for us on this regular season finale, James? Hey, guys. So um, for not taking up for uh, Jamal, but I am taking up insofar as I'm sure he didn't expect to sign up with a line as weak, especially in the middle. He's a straight-ahead runner. 
we need to focus on the draft and got, get aggressive guys that's going to push the line. I get, you know, D.A. is going to be the same guy. But wait, but wait. Uh, oh, 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 okay, James. Uh, okay, James, slow your roll. Oh, oh, okay, uh, James. The Saints have invested in the offensive line. Now, you might say, uh, you know, whether it's Jeff Farland or Mickey Lewis, we have not picked the right players. But they have invested in the offensive line. And when you look at McCoy, Cesar Ruiz, I mean, you could go on and on. Trevor Penning. Uh, Trevor Penning. It's not like we have not addressed the offensive line. So, uh, now, it doesn't matter the right players that uh, you pick to address the offensive line. So uh, uh, how do you say, okay, we got to get the offensive line better? Well, they tried to get the offensive line better, but that has, has not been the case. Well, the this, this scouting stinks. Look at Trevor Penn. Listen, I told you uh, during training camp, the first thing I said you agree with me was Michael Tom, Thomas is toxic, and you kind of agree with me. He was trying to bully uh, Derek Carr. He, what do you think? He's not playing. Now. Yeah, yeah. Come on, come on. Let me tell you. Michael Thomas is trying to bully uh, Derek Carr. You know, look at social media. I mean, maybe I'm not on top of that, uh, the whole uh, social media aspect. But all I know is he tried uh, to bully C.D. Deuce, Chauncey Garner-Johnson, uh, not so fast. Uh, and they call him Slant Boy, Slant Boy, I run a slant. Uh, so what? And let me tell you. Michael Thomas is a formidable NFL receiver. Uh, but you have to know who you're trying to punk, who you're trying to get over. Now, uh, you might say, uh, I can get over a quarterback like Derek Carr because, look, he's a, a family man. Uh, he's kind of like behind the scenes. He's not going to be confrontational. Man, you ain't punking no CD Deuce, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. So when I look at Michael Thomas, he's going pecan. Michael Thomas is not even part of the Saints in the future. Now, James, I would say this. Marshawn Lattimore and Alvin Kamara, there's a lot of value there. So I always say this. Uh, are you trying to build for the future? you got to give up something to get something. There's a lot of teams that will want Marshawn Lattimore or Alvin Kamara. So, uh, again, you got to give up something to get something. Uh, but, but Michael Thomas, he, he's gone. So when you look at like when you're trying to move up uh, as far as your draft position and uh, your draft stock, I think uh, there's a lot of value in, in Lattimore and Kamara, considering when you're trying to get young and what you're trying to do. But as far as uh, addressing the offensive line, the Saints have tried to done that uh, to do that, but it hasn't worked out. But they're not. They're, they're not. I mean, let's take Landon Young for example. I've said this a thousand times. I was there at training camp. He has one of the worst footworks. I mean, I could beat him on the So, who are you talking about? Who are you talking about? Landon Young. Landon Young? Young. Oh, no, he ain't that Landon bad, James. Young. You're not being fair. You're not being, he's not that bad. I, I'm not saying he's a, a pro bowler or a legitimate starter, but plug and play, Landon Young is better than you give him credit for. I mean, come on, James. Yeah, that's not fair. At the Cam Irving and Pete. He's better than Cam Irving. He's better than Cam Irving. Landon Young's better than Cameron Irving. No, come on. No, no, he, 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 he is. He is. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's younger, and they would go in that direction over Cameron Irving. I'm not saying when Ryan Ramchek is healthy. No, none of those cats are on Ryan Ramchek's level. But he's damaged goods. I mean, uh, uh, I don't know if we got to pay Ryan Ramchek in the future, but, but that, that, that's not good value. 
because Ron Ramchick might play another down, and you might still have to pay him. It's about dead money. That's a dead money right there. So I, I, I don't know, James. Time to step away on the Siroc Point after we'll be back with more right here on the Community Coffee Saints Radio Network. The Saints, a 48-17 winner over the Atlanta Falcons, the regular season finale. Remember, if the Saints win, you win at McDonald's. The Arizona Cardinals just scored a touchdown, making it 20-13. Extra point pending over in that game. Meanwhile, Green Bay still leading the Chicago Bears. Six minutes left in the fourth quarter, 17-9 in Green Bay. Well, and the thing is, I'm frustrated uh, with uh, because I want to believe in him. I think a lot of fans like Justin Fields because yeah. uh, he can extend plays and uh, make plays with his feet. And you see that roller coaster he's on. He's uh, on top of the mound and he's down in the valley. But uh, but I look at Justin Fields. Uh, has he come up big against a rival, Green Bay Packers? Has he come up big so far uh, with the Bears against the Packers? No. I would say no. Uh, it was a huge fourth down play, but you know they, we talked about it. The wide receiver screen pass. But he couldn't even get it to the oh, receiver well, well, way they, over his head. They're, wanting a, they're running a wide receiver screen maybe to get in field goal <laughs> range to make it like 17 to 12. And he throws it a mile over uh, the, 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 the wide receiver's head. A screen. I don't know. Uh, to me, uh, Justin feels too uh, much helter-skelter. I mean, it's like uh, do or die or uh, feast or famine, however you want to break it down. But but uh, you know what? we got to hope. Come on, Bears. Uh, can you come up big against the Packers in Green Bay? Want to get into our Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text line. Casey, what you got for us today? Casey and St. Bernard. Hey, what's going on, man? I've been waiting to talk to Bobby. Hey, Casey, what you for got? real. You played for the Saints and Atlanta. Right. So you know, you know how big that rivalry is. Without a doubt. And you know, and you know if the roles were reversed, Atlanta would have scored on us. No, they wouldn't. So No, 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 they wouldn't. It depends on how you respect the head coach and what you're doing about uh, – no, no. Oh, no, we're going to – no, no. no. Hey, Casey, what, are you going to tell me that I, I, I know I've been on both teams. I know what transpired. Now, I don't know this younger generation what you're going to do, but you do not go against uh, the head coach. When you set up for when the game play and you're kneeling down, you do not try to score. I don't care if it's Falcons, Saints, or Saints, Falcons. You do not do that. It might even be another game. It might be like Saints, uh, Bills. It might be Saints, uh, I don't know, Patriots. Uh, You don't do it. You don't try and score respect to the game, and you might think that's different. I'm just telling you. Now, Now, maybe I'm too old school with this, but I'm telling you, coach to coach, and I think if you're a mature quarterback, I think it was Jameis Winston trying to give the Saints organization the middle finger. Yeah, see, to me, that's more of the problem is the players not listening to Dennis Allen there. Well, basically the quarterback not listening to D.A. Not listening to, to D.A. And not so much D.A., P. Carmichael. It's all a combination sure. of things. Uh, so, uh, look, I'm going to go out uh, with a uh, you know, flame of glory, whatever. Um, we're going to score. Look how excited Jameis Winston was when they scored that touchdown. Come on. Yeah. You, well, you don't need to, you don't it. need to do that. Come on. The think game's well it. in hand, Casey. Come on. Oh, it is. It was. It was in hand. But you didn't think you didn't give a little fist pump when we scored that final no. touchdown. Nothing. No. You didn't flinch. You didn't like, yeah. 
No, no, Nothing. no, no, no. I, I did not because uh, all, all the games that I've played, uh, the games Respect well in Respect for the hand, game. And Bobby knows uh, they were in victory formation there. They weren't even lined up for a play. Yeah, you're not even lined up for a play. You're in victory formation. To me, that's more humiliating when you can't score, but you don't try and score. Now, remember, you might look at like Nick Saban in Alabama or a number of different teams. When they can't score, but they don't score, or they don't try and score, because they can score, but they don't score. Now, I, I know I said a lot there, but it's like almost, oh, okay, um, listen, we got you down. We don't have to kick you when you're down because the game's well in hand. No, I, I'm telling you, Dennis Allen did the right thing, and that, that's why Arthur Smith is like, you got to be kidding me. What are you doing? I think if the roles would have been uh, reversed, it'd be the same thing. I'll tell you, no, that, that, that was bogus. Uh, that, that, that was garbage. You don't do that. You don't do that if you truly respect the game. Okay, Jamal, I wanted to get Jamal Williams a touchdown. How about Jamal Williams score a touchdown in the regular season when it mattered? He had 14 carries, 26 yards. He averaged under two yards a carry. How about you do something when it counts like you did in Detroit? When you were the Lions, you kicked ass. Have you kicked ass with the Saints? No, he hasn't done anything with the Saints to compliment Alvin Kamara. No, that's a fact. Look about it. Now, I know Kendra Miller, he's been hurting. He stepped up today. The rookie had 13 carries, 73 yards, five and a half yard average. But has anybody truly, and I I thought the running back room was going to be exceptional, Uh, but has Kendra Miller... Or uh, Jamal Williams, have they complimented Alvin Kamara this year? I would say no in the running game. I would say no. As we step away to break, I want to thank the good folks at Magazine Pizza for feeding our Saints crew. Magazine Pizza, 1068 Magazine, dining or delivery, the best gourmet selection in town. Magazine Pizza also has pasta, sandwiches, wings, and salads. Just go to magazinepizza.com. Coming back to close out the Ciroc Point after, right after this, on the Community Coffee Saints Radio Network. Closing out the Ciroc point after looking at the scoreboard. Not good for the black and golds. The Green Bay Packers up 17-9, to two minutes left. Uh, just got a big first down on their end. Arizona Cardinals have been taking care of business, though. They are up 20-13 to over Seattle, but still need a miracle from the Bears. Uh, before we get back into the Ciroc point after, let's pause 10 seconds. Let stations identify themselves on the Community Coffee Saints Radio Network. Well, uh, you know, Steve, I'm very discouraged. I thought the Bears uh, would have a better showing than they've uh, shown so far. Right. I was uh, more worried about the Seattle-Arizona game, for sure. Yes, Uh, The Cardinals have played better against Seattle than Chicago has against Green Bay. Uh, You look at Justin Fields. I mean, come on, you want to be the guy, then you got to be the guy to make uh, miraculous plays, whatever it might take. But, um, again, um, now that's a different uh, uh, subject. Listen, uh, we're turning or we're getting ready to be 6 o'clock. I would say um, right now, now hopefully I'm wrong, but I would say good night, Irene. It's over. It's over. Then we wanna, we're going to be talking about who the Saints are going to draft. It, 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 it's over. It's never till it's over. It's never over till it's over, but I think that's where right now. So I would say like uh, 
uh, you know, uh, the party's over, and uh, hopefully um, that we can bounce back next year. Good night from the Saints Radio Network on the Community Coffee Saints Radio Network. Cajun Cannon, say later to the Houdat Nation. All right, turn out the lights. The party's over. Bonne nuit, les gens. Good night, people. Houdat. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.